Welcome to the Sober and Happy Podcast, where we talk about all things recovery-related, how to navigate the challenges that we'll face along the way on the journey towards our best lives, and how we could go from living a life of simply just being sober to a life where we're both sober and happy. There's been an event that has been gaining traction every year, which is called Sober October. If you're considering participating in this and taking a month off of drinking, I'm going to cover some tips to get the best out of attacking this challenge. If you've been sober for a while, don't worry. This episode is still for you too, as some of the tips are great for evaluating where you're at now in your recovery and considering whether you should make any shifts. So buckle up. This is going to be a great episode. Welcome back. The Sober and Happy Newsletter is officially in publication. In this newsletter, I'll talk about things related to recovery along with sharing resources that I find helpful. If you're interested in receiving the newsletter, just go to soberandhappy.com newsletter and sign up. I would love to hear feedback on it along with any suggestions on things you would like to see in it. Okay, now back to the episode. To begin, let's discuss what Sober October is. It's a challenge where people commit to abstaining from alcohol or other substances for the entire month of October. But to get the most out of it, you shouldn't just quit drinking. This is a great opportunity for personal growth and self-reflection into where you are in life, where you want to be, and the effects your relationship with alcohol is having on you. Preparation is the key to making the most out of this month. Before getting started, I would suggest taking time to set some clear goals for the month. If you're not sure where to start with your goals, ask yourself why you want to do this. If you think alcohol has been holding you back from other goals you have been wanting to achieve, don't passively hope that you'll get back on track. Make a plan to start working on those goals. A quote I love is, Yesterday you said tomorrow. Don't put those goals off to an endless series of tomorrows. Plan on start working on them today. The method for achieving goals I like to use is called SMART goals. SMART is an acronym that means specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. By using this method, it takes goals and dreams that only sit in our head and creates momentum to actually start chasing them. It shifts the start date from someday to an actual date that you pick. We go from not knowing exactly how we will get to where we want to be to making a plan to actually getting there. For example, I talked about starting a podcast someday for years. Finally, about a year ago, I decided to use this method to actually do it. As I go through this example, I want you to think about your goal for Sober October. If you're listening to this at a time when you are able to grab a pen and paper, I suggest going through this process and writing it down. Written down goals are much more powerful to ones left to wander around in the playground that is our minds. If you're listening to this in your car, obviously wait until you get home to write this down. So for starting this podcast using this method, I started with S, which stands for specific. My specific goal was to launch my podcast, but we don't stop there. I need to also identify what needs to be accomplished in the steps required to do this. So for my podcast, I needed to first identify what is required to record, edit, and publish a podcast. So the first step was research. Then once I did the research, I identified the rest of the steps. There was buying the equipment and software, 
learning how to record and edit audio, signing up with the hosting and distribution service, creating cover art, coming up with the title and description, researching topics to cover, and finally hitting the record button. The next step is measurable. Coming up with specific steps is a great first step, but how do we determine what is considered a success in achieving our goal? For me, it was to publish an episode between 10 and 15 minutes every Friday for an entire year. I read that 90% of podcasters quit after just three episodes, and of the 10% that make it past three, only 10% of those will actually make it past episode 20. I knew that to fully understand whether this was something I wanted to do, I needed to commit to something beyond just trying it out. I have been a lifelong dabbler, and I knew I needed to commit if I wanted to achieve my goal. The third step is achievable. This is when you give yourself a serious reality check. Our goals need to be realistic. If we set the bar too high, then we're likely to quit when we don't reach those unrealistic measures for success. On the flip side, though, we also should not set the bar too low. It needs to be at a level where we feel good about what we accomplished. Goals should stretch our abilities to the point that we are growing throughout the process. So back to my example. In total dreamland, I would have loved for my podcast to be the number one addiction and recovery podcast within three months. Achieving that goal would have been amazing. However, there are a lot of great recovery podcasts that have been putting out episodes and building an audience for years. It would be an impossible task to think I'd be able to achieve what they have accomplished through years of work in just 90 days. So I look back at the measures that I had set in the last step. I could achieve the goal of recording and promoting my podcast for a year. Now I ask myself, is that a stretch goal that will help me grow over the course of the year? I'm learning something completely new, and by committing for a year, I would be breaking the habit of consistently trying something and stopping after the initial motivation and excitement wears off. So both those boxes are checked, so we move to the next step, which is whether my goal is relevant. This is where we take a step back, look at the big picture, and see how it aligns with what we want in life. I thought back to when I was struggling with not feeling aligned with 12-step recovery and the lack of support I was getting when I started considering leaving. The people in my life not only didn't encourage me, but they flat out told me that it was my ego talking and that I was on a path to a certain relapse if I decided to leave AA. But I had one person in my life after years of contemplation who told me it was my heart and not my ego talking and that for my own recovery and mental well-being, I needed to follow my heart. That one conversation changed my life. I needed to hear that. And in the years following that day, I have met so many people who are in the same spot I was and also needed to hear that message. Even bigger picture, I have other goals and plans, and doing this podcast is the first step towards those. My goal is definitely relevant to me, which leads me to the most powerful step in this process, which is T, which stands for time bound. This is where we go from someday to actually picking a date. I went through this process sometime in the middle of September last year, so I looked at my calendar and saw my birthday staring right at me. I thought what would be a better birthday gift for myself than finally chasing a dream that I've only kept in my head for years. So I picked the first Friday after my birthday and that is when I was going to publish my first episode. Once we actually pick a date, there often will be a combination of excitement and fear because shit just got real. 
Lean into the excitement and acknowledge the fear, but tell yourself the fear is not going to stop you this time. Look back at the reasons you have written down as to why this is so important to you. The best way through fear is with action. So we don't just pick the end date. We go back to step one and look at all the specifics that are needed to achieve our goal and start backtracking. So to publish an episode on October 21st, when will I need to accomplish everything else that needs to be done to achieve that? I looked at every step and I wrote down dates next to each one. So now I have a goal, my why behind it, and a clear plan of action for how I'm going to achieve it. Now, all that's left is actually doing it, which is often easier said than done. The best method I have found for this is to make myself accountable. Since I knew my pattern up to this point was starting and quitting a lot of things, I knew that initially I need to make myself accountable publicly to add another level of accountability to my goal. In the past, out of fear of judgment if I quit or failed at something, I would just keep these types of things to myself, which made it much easier to quit or give up. I had kept this podcast dream to myself for years. It was finally time to tell other people, so I sent a text out to 10 people that I knew, telling them not only was I starting a podcast, but the date that the first episode was going to be released, and that I was going to release episodes every Friday for a minimum of one year. It's amazing how much power putting something out to the universe has. I remember one Sunday I was staring at a goal I had written down for that Sunday for accomplishing it. It had been a long week. I was tired and doing nothing but sitting on the couch and watching football sounded really good. The thought of, I could put this off till tomorrow, started creeping into my head. Right as I was about to convince myself to fall back into my procrastination habit, one of the people I told about my podcast texted me and said, How is the podcast coming along? I am so excited to hear the first episode in a couple of weeks. That one text snapped me back into action. I turned off the TV, grabbed my laptop, and got back to work. Without that extra level of accountability, I am certain based on my past that I would have defaulted to my procrastination habit, put off the work that needed to be done, convinced myself that bumping out the first episode a week wasn't hurting anything, then one week delay would have turned into two and you probably would not be listening to this episode right now because launching my podcast would be in a pile of my accumulated unfulfilled dreams. Now, if you want to take accountability to the next level, find an accountability partner. If you're doing Sober October, find other people who are also doing it and check in regularly with them. If you don't know anybody, seek people out. If you're comfortable, create a post on your social media stating that you're doing Sober October and ask anybody else if they would like to join you. If you're not comfortable with that, you could join a recovery group on Facebook. Obviously, I'm going to suggest a sober and happy community, which you could find at facebook.com slash groups slash sober and happy. This will not only help you with accountability, but will also begin to create a support group that you could lean on when you hit challenges along the way. Challenges will arise during any change that we make in our life. Remember that it is okay to ask for help if you are struggling. Also, do not forget to prioritize self-care during this process. It is very common to gravitate towards other unhealthy habits when we stop drinking. These will often slow or even completely stop your progress and sabotage your bigger goals. Monitor your behaviors, thoughts, and actions, and ask yourself if there are healthier ways that are more in line with what you're trying to accomplish. 
Yes, a tub of ice cream and mindlessly watching TV while scrolling through social media might sound good at the moment, but how are you going to feel tomorrow morning? As we wrap up, I could tell you that there isn't a much better feeling than accomplishing a goal. This is episode 50. In two weeks from now, I'll hit that one-year mark that I committed to a little over a year ago. Not only am I going to accomplish that goal, momentum is a beautiful thing. I'm not only going to keep publishing episodes well beyond this first year, but I'm also working on a course that will be available by the end of this year. This is the first time I am mentioning that publicly, which is making me accountable now like I talked about earlier in this process. As we wrap up this episode, I want to challenge you that if you're going to participate in Sober October, that you go beyond simply just not drinking for a month. Don't look at this as just a month of sobriety. Look at it as an opportunity to build new habits, create momentum, and improve your overall well-being. If you're already sober, I also challenge you to create your own October challenge. What goals of yours have been sitting on the shelf for way too long? Pick them up, dust them off, go through this process that we just covered, and start chasing your dreams. Remember, Yesterday, you said tomorrow. Stop putting it off and start today. I want to thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you're finding value from this podcast. If you are, I'm asking for two huge favors from you this week that would help me. Share this episode with one person, and please subscribe to the podcast, both of which will help it grow. New episodes come out each Friday, so I look forward to connecting with you next week. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and keep living sober and happy.